0: There are legends around here, even if only in their own minds, forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back,
1: coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers.
0: Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah, joined tonight by my co-hosts, Mark and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend?
2: I'm doing all right, man.
0: Why don't you guys just talk over each other?
2: Yeah, well, that's what we're best at, right?
0: (laughs) Well, I heard Mark, how are you doing, Ted?
1: I said I was doing good.
0: Perfect. Awesome. Well, we got a good show for you guys tonight. Uh, We're going to continue our discussion on sequels tonight, but we're going to take a little bit of a different spin than what we've done typically in the past. We decided to challenge ourselves this week with this episode, and uh, what we each did is we each took one particular sequel that we hated, and we came up with an idea of what we think would have made a better movie or a better version of the sequel and so we're going to talk about that tonight it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be interesting to see what we all had with regards to this because uh i know the idea for the sequel that i have i've actually had for quite a few years and kind of expanded on it a little bit so it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm really looking forward to tonight's episode so it's it's gonna be a good time before we get into all that though uh what have you guys been up to this week
1: I uh, just <clears throat> playing some skyrim watching some movies watched some pretty cool uh anthology horror films this week I watched uh the witching season uh and 1031 and 1031 part 2 some good solid um short tales i i enjoyed them for what they I, were i and love their- a good and-
2: anthology man Yeah, you
1: should check them out you should check these out especially 1031 and 1031 part 2 those are pretty cool I think out out of because each of those movies they have 5 segments and out of all 10 segments from both movies there was only one that I absolutely hated (laughs) so nice the rest were were really decent I enjoyed Hmm.
0: sounds like a good time well um
2: This week, uh, so, uh, my girlfriend and I were really big into, uh, playing board games and we picked up one down in Greenville. They have a board game store. It's called, uh, horrified and it has the, uh, universal, uh, monsters as a cooperative game and it's a whole lot of fun. Is it? So we play, yeah, we, so we play, you play in the same town pretty much and you set the Mm -hmm. difficulty and it tells you which monsters you're facing. And we faced against uh, the Creature from the Black Lagoon and Dracula. And okay, I, I love cooperative board games because they're a lot different. Most board games is you versus everyone else and right, right. all that. And, and it was it was a lot of fun. And I, I also got this month's horror pack. And I wanted to talk about that because this is probably one of the best ones I've ever got.
0: OK, yeah. Well, what did you end up getting in there?
2: Uh, so the out of the pack, there's only two movies I haven't seen, and one is uh, Bloodsucking Bastards. Uh, Ah, that's great, yeah. So it's uh, it seems like a, a horror comedy to do with uh, vampires, and it actually looks really good. No notable names that I can pick out of it, but I'm pretty excited. And the other one that I've never seen before, but I have heard of it, is Bong of the Living Dead. And it seems like a good cheesy B-horror movie I'm pretty excited to check out. But the other two was The Forest, and I I, I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. And uh, The Exorcist 3, which we talked about last week, which I thought was pretty funny. Okay. That <laughs> was a pretty good pack. Usually, I mean, usually they're just... They're either just okay or they're crap, but I was really happy with this one. Awesome. Yeah, it's been a while
0: since I've gotten horror pack, so I, I I don't know what they've done recently. I I used to like getting it just because, well, for one, it would help build my collection. Yeah, it does have a lot of stinkers in there, but there were some times when I got a few halfway decent movies from there, so that's cool. Um, I know I've was thought the about the
2: fourth one from. Was the forest the uh, the one from the eighties, Mark? No, no, it was the I don't know what year it was. It's it's a lot newer than that. It was like oh, late two okay. thousands. Oh, okay. Because there's a there's a slasher film or what called the forest
1: from the eighties, and I was just like, man, if you got that in that horror pack, you, you kind of struck gold a little bit there. Because I think that's <laughs> out of print. <current>. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think they do it. I think most of their things come from like uh like discount outlets and things like something they can get a lot of like in bulk for real cheap yeah and then they always have their exclusive which was bong of the living dead and usually the ones that i don't like i just let them stack up because they are blu-rays and i i keep my shit in pretty good condition just like you guys do so i stack up the ones that i don't like and I take them to my local DVD or Blu-ray DVD store, and I trade them in for credit and get something that I do like.
1: Yeah. That's the way to do it.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Cause it's, That's what I do. Because even, even you know, with having to buy them and, and everything, you can still make a little bit of money off of them, resell them. And especially if you find these horror pack groups, you'll usually find people that are trying to buy a lot of the movies that come in it. And you can usually make a pretty penny off of those too. I've I've seen that a lot in the the horror pack groups that I've been a part of over the years. Um I still see it to this day. Especially like those exclusives. Like if you ever want to get rid of those exclusives, usually you can make some pretty decent money off of those. But so that's great. Yeah, that's that's cool because you, you got at least a couple of good ones out of that one, which is kinda nice. Um Cause yeah, like you were saying a lot, of, a lot of the time it's mostly crap. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's good. And especially exorcist three. Cause that's, uh,
2: well, there's usually at least one in it. That's got from a bigger franchise, something that you've heard of. Right. before. And last month we got that one was, what was it? It was, uh, night of the living dead. I think. Okay. The original. Yeah. I think that's what it was. And I didn't have that one, so I was pretty happy about that, too. I didn't have it on Blu-ray. I had it on DVD. That's a good if you want
1: to get it on Blu-ray, go for the Criterion, man. Yeah. it beautiful looking.
2: Oh,
0: my God. It looks like a totally <laughs> different movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I know
0: I've mentioned them multiple times on the podcast. But, yeah, it looks but like a totally it. different movie.
1: <laughs> but it's <laughs> worth it. Because that Criterion Blu-ray is its a miracle. That's all I have to say. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, I tried to go ahead. I tried to join. I tried to join. Uh, um, well, I was interested in uh, you know, Disney has their movie club, yeah. So I, I went to their website just to check it out. And of course, they have the, this whole thing where it's like you sign up for the club now, you get your first four DVDs or Blu rays, your choice, and it's only gonna cost you a dollar. Plus free shipping altogether, just one dollar. So I'm like, okay, but what's like, you know, what's the deal here? Right, you gotta pay for the whole year, don't you? I don't, I don't know if it's the whole year, but according to the rules, and this is why I stopped reading it because I was just like, yep, I knew it. They're like, if you join the club, then you agree to uh, buy five titles at the full price of twenty dollars. Plus shipping and handling. I hate that. And shit. I was like, this, I was like, this is the crappiest club I've ever heard of. <laughs> Jeez, I was like, that's a hundred bucks right there. So I'm like, no. Nope. That's like Columbia House
0: to- all over again.
1: Yeah,
2: growing up, my parents were a part of one, and they'd send you like two or three movies a month, and they were like wrapped in like the cardboard box was made around it, like it wasn't like a regular cardboard box. Yeah. And you open it up and if you like it, you keep it and you have to pay for it. If you don't, you send it It was pretty good. I don't I don't I've seen other ones recently that are like what Ted said and I I can't just say, Oh yeah, I'm gonna pay for just whatever the fuck you send me. It doesn't matter. I'm just gonna agree right now. You could send me like the shittiest fucking movie in the world and I'd be stuck with it and I'd have to pay for it. No, no thank you.
1: I mean they try to lure you in because, you know, they're like, you know, you choose four movies and only pay a dollar all together with free shipping. And then you actually read the, you know, the terms and conditions, you know, that fine print. It's like, Oh, by signing up for the membership, you see, you have to pay 20 bucks for five. You have to buy five movies for the full price of $20 plus shipping and handling. Yeah, or until we cancel your membership, or you cancel it yourself, and I'm just like, uh, no, nah, I won't join. Period. That's save everybody yeah. the trouble. Because <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, I need to- I need Toy Story four because I like the Toy Story movies. That's the only one I don't have. So I was like, I can get that, get that. Then it's like, wait a minute, let's read. You know, let's read up on this before you do anything. And I'm like, my goodness, I don't even want to spend that much money on any Disney stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, forget that. Yeah. No, screw that. Yeah, I, I did that once, and it was Columbia House, and I regretted that. They kept sending me movies, and I'm like, mm. I finally got able to cancel it, but then I had to pay for what I had, and that sucked. And I'm like, I wish. But, of course, I was I was younger at this point, so I didn't yeah. know any better. And so I'm like, ooh, cheap movies I can get. And, yeah, that's not the case whatsoever. I learned really, really quick. But... But now we have things like vinegar syndrome that I can spend all my movie money on (laughs) and get stuff I actually want and not be, you know, fucked in the ass by these companies trying to send me shit I don't want, you know? (laughs) So. Are
2: you telling me? That's why I never bought into the, uh, what was it, the loot crate when that was real big. Because it's like, man, you get this really cool thing that you like now, but next month, what are you going to get? A bunch of stickers? No, thank right. You.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Loot Crate was a lot like that, and it's kind of the same thing with Horror Pack, where you never know what you're going to get. It could be you could get one month but that's pretty good, and the but next you month know that you're going to
2: get four movies every time. And I think the only guarantee I saw in Loot Crate was there was a T-shirt in every box. Yep, I think.
0: that was the big selling point was getting the T-shirt every month.
2: Didn't that go out of business like fairly recently? They with...
0: went bankrupt, and then they were bought by Neca. They're
2: they're, yeah, they're back, and they have all kinds. They have a horror box. They have yep. a gaming box. They have an anime box. They got a lot of shit now. Yep. Uh, they have well, they had that before they
0: went bankrupt. It's just that <laughs> they stopped sending people stuff when they were going bankrupt, and then NECA came and saved the day, and or the company that owns NECA came in and saved the day, and now they're back to basically business as usual. So.
1: Oh, Speaking of companies buying things, did you hear that Netflix bought the Egyptian theater? Yes, I did hear that. I was like, well, maybe that'll shut Steven Spielberg up about the freaking Oscar stuff. There. Netflix movie shouldn't be in the Oscars and blah, blah, blah. Well, now they have a theater to be put in the theaters. Right. For, <laughs> for a few days. No. I, no, Steven I also... Spielberg is a freaking twit, man. And not because of that, for other things, but I won't get into detail.
2: <laughs> There's another thing, speaking of NECA, I was looking at the the... Dungeons and Dragons miniatures that I buy and yep. I was looking at the, the print and it says WizKids a NECA company. I was like, whoa that's cool. <laughs> that's why <Yep>. these <laughs> things are so good quality because NECA makes really good shit. Yes, they do. <laughs> Very much
0: so. <laughs> uh, it's been a while since I've bought anything NECA. Uh, the thing, the last thing I bought I think was uh, my Halloween 2 Michael Myers figure ultimate figure that came out. That was the last figure I bought. Since then, they've had a a Pinhead one released and a couple others, and they have a... What what am I thinking of? Um, I don't know. They've had a bunch that have been released recently, so they got a lot of good stuff uh, coming down the pipeline, that's for sure.
1: I'm not a big figure collector, but I've said this before. I wish... I get my hands on that NES Jason that Neca made
2: because that looks sweet.
0: <laughs> yep, I agree.
2: There's people on Facebook that make masks that make them make the the NES masks, but they also make like you can get like a Part Seven that's skin just like the 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 purple and blue, and it looks really cool. And you can get that oh, just, awesome. just any version. Yeah yeah people if you go to some of these uh these uh replica makers on Facebook there's some really talented people out there yeah there's
0: there's so many very talented people out there that between making like the masks i mean there's a lot of people that don't make like the the michael Myers masks the Freddie gloves i mean there's so many different like prop makers out there that make some good shit, and a lot of it's reasonably
2: priced too. I mean, oh yeah, some, under a hundred bucks for a really good screen accurate mask, totally worth it. Right. <clears throat> well, I mean, the screen accurate
0: ones you're not, you're not going to find those for under a couple hundred bucks, but for decent quality ones that are that look pretty good, you can find for under a hundred bucks for sure. Um, but yeah, when you get to the more intricate sc- screen accurate things, you're looking two to three hundred at least, because I've I've looked (laughs) and I've wanted, but it's, it can get pretty spendy. Um, but usually, I mean, the stuff that's passable is usually good enough for me. I'm not too big into the whole, it's got to have every detail that was, you know, on the thing in the movie and whatnot. That just doesn't make any sense for me to spend that kind of dough for something like that when I can get something that looks pretty good and most people aren't going to notice you know but yeah but that's me and that's what that's when i started making my own masks too because i mean w- why not just make my own and then i can have them out look how i want them to look and spend a fuck ton less than what i would trying to buy from somebody else doing it so
2: i like seeing the ones that people come up with that are original like uh I saw one somebody made a part 3 that was it was it was still a plastic mask but they made it look like a wood grain mask and that looked really fucking cool. You see people that make Deadpool one versions and Spider-Man versions yep. and all kinds of different ones. Those are the ones I like seeing cuz they're m- more original. I mean, I like seeing all of them, but those those always interest me more.
0: I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah, as it, when you get to the like the the more original ideas that people come up with, it it can be kind of cool. Like uh, th- there's one guy that made like a uh, a Joker version of the the Jason mask. He also did like uh, a a Freddy Krueger version. Even mixing stuff in there like um, oh, what was it? I forget, but th- there's been so many other things, and then you got other ones like the Casey Jones masks and stuff like that that yeah. people will do, and
2: and now people are making just the half mask for to as a cover for your uh, social distancing mask. Yep, look really cool. I've <laughs> made one
0: myself. I took one of my unused ones and cut that sucker up, and because if <laughs> I have to cool, go into man. a store or something that requires me to have a mask, I'm I'm gonna wear one that I want to wear and not some bullshit. That became one of my favorite thing.
1: memes. Is that when Sean posted it on a on PlayStation where you have Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees together, and Myers he's like, "Man, everybody's wearing masks now," and it shows Jason. Jason's like, has like a a, a cup with a straw, and he's just like Psh, posers. <laughs> 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 it's great. It's, it is great.
0: That artwork is cool too. That actually came in one of my uh one of my subscription packs because uh, that was like some small time artist that. I think it was actually the Room Morgue box when they were running that for the 6 months that they had it. They um got <coughs> that they purchased that artwork from like a independent creator and included that in the in the box. It was great. So I got that hanging up on my office wall. It's a great nice. photo. A lot of fun. But yeah, I mean, kind of go back to what we were originally talking about with uh stuff that we did this week. So this week I ended up uh Watching more of that 70 show, I've actually gotten through all the way to season five now, just because I haven't had much to do, so I've watched that. Uh, I actually watched because uh, I was going to watch Savage Dawn this weekend. I didn't end up watching that. Um, I did watch Savage Harbor, but Ooh, then yes. that was a lot of fun. Avocados uh, oh. I'll, I'll never be able to, <laughs> to think about avocados yeah. without laughing
2: again because
0: <laughs> that movie's so great. Um, you, your
1: uncle Peter never steers you wrong. <laughs>
0: no, nope, not at all. So I was going to watch Savage Dawn, but then Joe Bob was on that night. So I, instead of watching Savage Dawn, I watched Joe Bob. Got to experience Dead Heat. It's been a very long time since I've seen Dead Heat, and I forgot how fun that fucking movie is. Uh, it's such a great movie. If you haven't checked out Dead Heat before, I highly suggest it. It's such a weird movie. It's got Vincent Price in it. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and definitely one you got to check out. And if you're able to see the Joe Bob version of it from the last drive, in see it because it's it's so good. And then, uh, actually saw Cannibal Holocaust for the first time, and it'll be the last time I see that movie. So we'll just leave <laughs> oh. that at that.
1: <laughs> did you watch the uncut version with the animal deaths, or did you watch? They
0: the- had the animal deaths in it.
2: Yeah. Oh.
1: Crap.
2: I. That's hard. Yeah, I did that as a date night with my girlfriend when we first started dating cuz I'd never saw it before. <laughs> That's funny. And we we got it at the at the DVD store I was talking about before and they had uh, a a 1000 piece puzzle with the po- from the poster, the movie poster with the girl on her knees screaming yep. and all the tribal men around her. Oh my god, I would never want to see that movie ever again. Yeah. It was it should have been called Rape Holocaust cuz there was no cannibalism in the movie. right? <laughs> it was just a bunch of fucking guys running around in the jungle watching women get raped. It was terrible. And then killing
0: animals. I mean, it's Yeah,
2: that turtle scene was
0: brutal. Yeah, that. Yeah. That made me sick to my stomach, and then you got the muskrat. Them gutting the muskrat while I was alive. It's like, and why
2: is this like one of rated as one of the best cult horror movies? I don't understand why people love this. Show. No. I don't either. It's not that good of a
1: movie. Period, in my opinion.
0: I I, I would agree, and the animal killings on top of it—that just that was overkill for me. And that, that
1: pushes it over the edge. Yeah,
0: and because I'm definitely an animal lover, and that. Yeah, it, it made me mad. It it seriously made me mad. I I know this movie's been around for forty years, but it still made me mad and made me disgusted. And yeah, I'll I'll never watch that fucking movie again.
1: Yeah, I never recommend Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> but people are like, it's the first found footage movie, and it's I'm not. Like, I don't really consider. I was like, I don't consider it a found footage movie because you have this wraparound narrative around it. Yep. Like investigators are watching the footage. You know, I mean, I just. I'm like, if you have other actors watching the footage, discussing, you know, what happened to these people, to me, that's not a found footage movie. You're watching just a movie. <laughs> that's just yeah. Know, that's just how I take it.
0: Yep, I agree. Yeah, I don't consider found footage, and yeah, no, <clears throat> definitely not. But that's enough about hey, Cannibal Holocaust because I'm getting mad again just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Blood pressure's going up. <laughs> yep, I don't need that right now. <laughs> well, before we get into our topic about s- sequels tonight, let's talk about uh, just a couple of trailers that we had come out here recently. Uh, number one, we have Sputnik, and that's coming out April fifteenth. Well, that that already came out actually. So, but it's it's more of a recent release. It actually looks really really good. It's it's one I want. I
2: thought it, I thought it was August fifteenth.
0: Was it? I might have had my my month wrong.
2: Um...
1: It gets released when Corona
2: says it's okay to get released. Because there was another one that I saw that I didn't want to recommend because it already came out. I don't. I already forgot about it. It might have been it August. Interesting though. I mean, it's basically like
1: Alien. Oh, you're right. And... It says
2: April fifteenth. You're right. Okay.
0: Good. 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 <laughs> I didn't make a mistake this time.
2: <laughs> but no, it 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 does look good.
0: Uh, I thought it looks really good. I'm I'm not big into the foreign films because of having to read Me subtitles, neither. but it looks cool. I like the look of the alien in it too. And uh-huh. overall, it looks kind of like a good sci fi alien movie. And
2: yeah, that's what I thought. Cause yeah. we don't get a whole lot of like extraterrestrial movies anymore. That at least ones that I noticed that are any good. And this one, other than it being completely in Russian, it looked great.
0: Yeah. I I would I would agree. And I I think they did a wonderful job with the special effects too, especially looking at that oh alien yeah. and everything. It looks really really good. Um I, I it's definitely one I want to check out at some point whether it's on some streaming service or or what. Uh I I, I don't know if it'll be one I'll buy, but if it's on like say Shudder or Netflix or something like that, I I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Um but sci-fi can be hit or miss with me, so it's it's definitely not one I'd probably gamble on and buying so yeah but that's just me. It reminds
1: me of alien and like like uh the thing also it seems like yeah. there's some paranoia or something going on so it, and, it, and it looks um like the cinematography it looks good
0: oh yeah it looks like they they spent a good chunk of change on it that's for sure it looks yeah. really good and it, i know it was in festivals and it won some awards according to what i was seeing so it's got to be at least somewhat decent. <laughs> so it's so that's coming out. Uh, it's already out, um, and but the name of it again is Sputnik. Now, coming out on June 12th on Hulu for their Into the Dark series is the new episode is entitled Good Boy. This one looks great because, once again, I'm an animal lover, and the fact that you have this uh, kind of uh, –
1: it's like a
2: poodle dog or yeah stuff. It's, it's like so a small. it's a service it's like a little terrier i think
0: yeah, yeah. it's it's like a little terrier a little 10 pound terrier he's like a service dog but then he's killing these people that upset this woman who adopts him and it just looks Played so Judy good Greer.
1: Exactly. Yes.
2: Judy Greer, Judy,
0: Judy Greer.
1: she's fantastic
0: <clears throat> oh she's great and everything
2: it looks it looks hilarious i i'm gonna definitely watch it when it
0: yeah, go from fucking cannibal holocaust where they're killing real animals to go into this where these this animal's killing people. It's great.
2: It's funny because this thing's so tiny, and then it, like the person's gone. There's no like just like a leg left. Like how the fuck did this little dog eat a whole ass fucking person? Right.
0: Well, I mean, you have that one shot in the trailer where his back's starting to split open. So you're like, okay, he's not just a dog. So. <laughs> you know, what kind of creature is he? So it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. It's definitely one I'm kind of excited for, once again, being an animal lover and finally seeing a dog get his revenge against evil humans. It's going to be good.
1: Will there, will there be a scene where he swallows a cat whole, like man's best friend?
0: That would be great. A little 10-pound dog swallowing it's a fucking whole cat.
1: <laughs> which is one of the greatest scenes in cinema history
0: <laughs> oh my god that would be great i would cheer i would cheer loudly but so those are the two trailers that we have for you guys today one that's already come out and one that's coming out here shortly but let's get into our topic for tonight where we're talking about sequels and we each once again took one sequel and came up with an idea of how we would change it to make it an actual good sequel because we hate them so much. So who would like to go first?
2: I don't mind going first. All right. So the movie I chose, like I was telling you guys, I I had originally thought Jason goes to hell, but I feel like I just talk about that movie on and on and on, on this show. And, for me, the best best way to make that movie is just not to make the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, instead, I, I picked one from a franchise that I loved, and I picked uh, Predators, uh, the third installment in the Predator franchise. So much was right with this movie that they fucked up the cast was amazing. You had Danny trio who died in like two minutes and you know, you had Lawrence Fishburne who was a great actor and he was so underutilized. Um, Topher grace. He'd be my first change. Get rid of him completely. He's gone. (laughs) (laughs) So my idea to make the movie better, I would keep the movie on earth and not take it to an alien planet. Rain and i would also instead of having the predator factions warring against each other i would have them still like against each other but they're competing to like get the most glorious uh hunt or whatever because that's what the predator is more about is the hunt rather than you know cheap tricks like putting traps out and sending dogs after the people i mm. wouldn't have any of that in the movie so my main idea is basically start off in the jungle and bring arnold back okay and then have uh, the whole f- the fight and debacle with the predator and i would add in some more uh action stars like maybe stallone or something something like uh like Expendables meets Predator, and then bring Danny Glover back, and they end up having to go, they chase the the Predator back to a city, maybe not an American city, and then they would all have to have, like, a big battle with all these Predators and these big, burly action stars, and that just sounds like a super exciting movie to me. Okay. I like that idea of them competing to get the the most glory. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That and seems I'm, more and- more in the vein of Predator than yeah, cheap tricks. And I'm really a fan of the idea of being rid of Cooper Grace. <laughs> 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 uh he 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 was great in that seventies show. He was probably one of my favorite characters in that seventies show and Other than that, I haven't seen anything he's done I liked. Anything. I would agree. Uh, Yeah, I would probably agree. Well, that
0: movie Take Me Home Tonight, I mean, that kind of fit in with kind of his character from that 70s show, so that was halfway decent. One of the only redeeming qualities of that movie. I didn't really care for that movie otherwise.
2: He was so bad as Eddie Brock in Spider-Man 3. Oh, yeah. Definitely. (laughs) 100%.
0: (laughs)
1: I like being bad. It makes me feel good. <laughs> like, freaking Venom would never say that. <laughs> <Not> right? I <laughs> like really bad. Uh,
2: oh, yeah. I mean, other than that, I don't know. Like, the cast was great. I I would have definitely 100% kept the uh samurai fight in the field.
1: Oh, heck yeah. That mm. was...
2: I'd say that was probably my favorite scene out of all of the movies and I hated that movie. Right. It's the only good scene in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. That was
0: that was the only one of the only good things about that movie. And I I still like the movie because I, I know I was telling you guys before. I I still like the movie but it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> but I still enjoyed it. But then again, I I usually like bad movies, so that's not really saying much
2: i like a bad movie when i expect it to be a bad movie but when i go to watch predator <laughs> i expect to see some good, good sci-fi horror with a lot of action yeah cuz this what the is the, the franchise was founded on it was a mashing of an action movie cuz when you watch the predator the the first like 30 40 minute 30 35 minutes you don't even really realize you're watching a horror movie yet it's more like a, an action movie in the jungle yep mm-hmm.
0: agreed that's for sure anything else you want to add uh, regarding
2: that uh no I, that's pretty much it <laughs> okay <laughs>
1: Not bad, not bad at all. Because those changes would have made the movie so much it, better. It really would have. It really would have. It, really it, 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 it kept your changes keep it in line with the Predator mythos to begin with. I always hate when they introduce that. I don't know because I never like read, got into like all the comics and books and whatever. But I always hated the idea of being a there's a super predator species and they're at war with the regular predators. I was like, man, that sounds stupid. <laughs> <In my laughs> opinion, that that's that's crazy. they
2: did that in the 2018. I think it was 2018. Probably yeah, the
1: newest one. What, what what's their obsession with doing that now? I mean, geez. I don't know. The guy was
2: the guy was like 12 foot tall and bulletproof. Yeah, Jeez. it was kind of r- ridiculous. <laughs> I understand why you
1: can't just have a simple movie uh, with a predator who comes to Earth to hunt people, (laughs) or just you know, people hate on Predator Two, but I think Predator
2: Two is great. (laughs) Oh, Predator Two was awesome. I loved, I absolutely loved that scene where he was in the, the gangster's penthouse and just Uh fucked them all up. That was so fucking badass. And that
1: was the first time we saw the net too. If yeah I'm not mistaken, he yeah net and just oh man that was so horrifying as a kid watching that i was just mm-hmm. like dog.
2: well that's it's, also the first be- time you saw the 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 disc the piloted disc that he has
1: yeah yeah true
2: yep very true
1: and that was supposed to be a younger predator too like like yeah, this was like he's new to the hunt kind of or something like that that's what they were trying to go for if i remember correctly and um there's just so many great things in that movie. I don't know why people hate on it. I love the idea of taking it from the jungle to, to LA or New York. Well, I can't remember what city. Is. I think it was LA. <laughs> it, was it was LA. LA. Yeah. It's okay. been so many years since I've watched part two, but I love part two. I love it. You know, from, from the normal jungle to the urban jungle. I was like, that's great. You have the heat wave in, in L.A., so that can mess with his heat vision and stuff like that. So I was like, that's great, too. Yeah. And they have, like, more—they more. more they added more to the—to the, to the Mentos. Like, he's not going to kill a pregnant woman or a little kid. Like, when he's in the cemetery and that little kid's playing with his little gun, you know. And he's like, at first he targets the kid, but then he realizes, you know, it's not—you know, it's not a threat. And he's just like, oh, it's just a kid being a kid. So, I mean, the Predator's not evil. He's not an evil character. I mean, he no, has, he's a hunter. Yeah, he's... He's a hunter, he's a code of honor, and things like that. I love that. So, Predator and Predator Two are the only good movies in that whole franchise.
0: Yeah, that's that's for sure. All right, Mark, Ted.
2: what would you do? To Alien versus Predator. Ugh, <laughs> awesome. Let's not talk about those movies. <laughs> I hate that movie so much. Oh my god.
1: I'm sorry. I forgot you have you have PTSD from that movie.
2: i'll say one good thing i can say about that movie is the effects were pretty good that's about (laughs) it
1: yeah that's about it (laughs) i thought you were gonna say when the credits started rolling at the uh, (laughs) end that okay that too
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) so two good things anyways all right ted what do you got
1: all right so i picked freddy's dead the final nightmare because I don't hate the movie but it's my least favorite in the Robert England movies um not not including Freddy versus J Jay- well no I prefer Freddy versus Jason the Freddy's dead uh, you know that's okay Might sound weird but um I didn't I was disappointed at it I don't hate the movie I was just disappointed because it didn't continue the storyline from part 5 I understand part 5 was isn't like a favorite but I like it so I was disappointed you know there's no more Alice no mentions of Jacob Apparently the timeline went up like 10 years at the beginning and the whole thing was Springwood not having any children anymore and all, all this other stuff. I was just like, okay, this is just weird and different. So I decided how would I have done Freddy's dead? Well, I would just continue it from where, uh, part five left off. In part five, Freddy has been trapped, um, or absorbed by Amanda and he's trying to get out have that iconic scene where you know the doors keep closing and blowing open stuff like that so the story that i was able to come up with i'd be like okay alice has jacob let's say that alice was able to use amanda with amanda's help amanda becomes like a prison for freddie and Mm -hmm. since um Alice is the dream master. She uses like some of her life force or whatever to create a seal. So Freddie's been trapped for like nearly 20 years at this point. So Jacob's like a 16, 17 year old teenager. Um, things have been pretty good in Springwood. I mean, you know, no Freddie, no any of that stuff. Freddie being trapped has basically weakened him all these years. So, um, you have Alice and Jacob. They get into a car accident, and Alice dies. That breaks the seal. Freddy comes out of Amanda. He's free to do his thing, but he's super weak because nobody. Um, I'm t- I'm borrowing from Freddy versus Jason. You know, nobody really thinks about him. He's nobody's fearing him, so he's he's extremely weak, and he's desperate at this point. There's no jokey Freddy here. Cause he got beat and he didn't like it. And he's basically faced with his own mortality. So we're talking dark Freddy. He's not taking it anymore, but he needs Jacob. Jacob is now like has the dream master powers. So he kind of does what he did with Alice, except maybe he takes on the form of Alice to trick him or, okay, or maybe, or maybe even Dan. And, and so Jacob starts using inadvertently using his powers to bring his friends into the dream world for Freddie to kill gruesomely and to get more powerful. Um, Yafik Kota would still be in it as Doc. I would make him oh, that the legal guardian of Jacob after Alice's death. And he's the only one that truly, well, besides, um, what's her face from part five. Um, he's the only one who, um, they'll believe, you know, he can still do, he's the same character from Freddy's dead in this version. He can control his dreams. He said, and he realized what's going on. Kids are dropping left and right now. Um, people are freaking out. That fear is fueling Freddy. So, um, you have this, uh, big climactic battle, um, with, uh, Freddy with, uh, Jacob and doc in, uh, for good measure, throw a, throw a love interest for Jacob kind of mirror part four where Alice had Dan, you know, in her fight. So, you know, kind of just, uh, the same thing right there. So, in the final fight, to, to finally kill Freddy, I say Doc sacrifices himself. He absor- He's able to absorb Freddy. Um, and Jacob puts a seal on it like Alice did. He learned, you know, I don't know how he learned it. I didn't go into great details because I've only been thinking about this a few days. Well, That's, I mean, if, if, sure. it,
0: if it kind of follows, like, what they did in 4 and 5, he would just kind of know. Kind of like how Alice kind yeah. of knew
1: how to, like, use nunchucks and do other things. You know, oh, true true from the I other characters think about that yeah and so um but doc's like you know he's part of me and we have like this cool like scene where freddy's tr- still trying to get out of doc so it could it could be like from hellraiser 3 where pinhead and elliot are like switching back and forth even though they're in the same body you know yep and you know he says you know the only way now the only way to kill freddy is to kill me because i'm not dead yet so that's why freddy couldn't die because amanda was already dead So, you know, you can say, you know, you have to kill me and it'll also kill Freddy. We're inhabiting the same space or whatever you want to call it. And so reluctantly, Jacob does that and it ends, you know, Freddy final once and for all. Freddy's gone. He's been dissipated. The whole thing with the dream people, I I keep going back and forth. I don't know if I would actually include them because it kind of came off as really hokey. Oh, you mean the dream police? Yeah, the, the the I call them the dream tadpoles because that's what they look like in the, the Freddy's dead.
0: Oh, oh, you 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 mean the things that went to Freddy? I thought you're talking about like the the dream place that they
1: had originally with like. Oh no, that was a horrible idea. When I read that script too, and I couldn't believe it. I think that was a stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that. I was like, that's so dumb. Not like like I don't know if I would like include them or not because they did come off as hokey. Yeah. Um. But like the whole point of this was really just to keep the story going from part five instead of saying, you know, oh well people really didn't like part five or it only made this much money. So let's scratch let's scrap all that and let's just do this other thing that's really not related at all to <laughs> to the few movies that came before it. And yep. I hate that I hate it when movies do that. Um for the most part. I know H two O did it, but um I don't hate H two O either, but I just I hate you know I understand things can get convoluted, but I really just hated that they admit characters because you know Freddy's dead wasn't a retcon. It wasn't like say these movies didn't happen, so this just takes place after after part one or three or whatever. I mean, it was supposed to be a continuing chapter, a final chapter, and they just drop everything just to do their own on whatever. I yeah. I call it a Looney. T- it's like a Looney Tunes cartoon, which i told sean that one time and then he went and watched it and he came back and he's like man you're right ted it is like a looney tunes <laughs> pretty I never much even, never even, he's, i never even thought about that but yeah i mean you know you got like don't forget the power glove and all this other wacky stuff. <laughs> which i don't hate but that's why i said in this version freddy <clears throat> is darker there's there's no joking he's serious because he's like you know i almost lost it i'm i was beaten i shouldn't have been beaten but i did now i gotta you know, step up my game and and for like the the kills nothing particular i thought about but i was thinking of stuff like you know actually using legitimate fears instead of like like what's the word i'm looking for
2: just just dark stuff that's dark you know yep. and by like exploiting their personal phobias and shit stuff like
1: that yeah, yeah. i mean i know it's coming kind of dumb and because you had like the cockroach or your the girl in the original, in in Freddy's Dead, she had the molestation issue, but yep, you know, I mean, just 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 dark dark stuff, you know, because that movie, because Freddy's Dead's not a dark movie at all, right? So no. it, it's kind of again, it's kind of weird you have a molestation type angle in Freddy's Dead, which is supposed to be a serious issue, especially as like incest because it was like her dad, so you know, but then it's it's in the middle of this crazy colorful essentially movie where freddy kills somebody by trapping him in a video game <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Video game. It, it just doesn't fit really so i mean i didn't the only way you know like killing off alice i like the character of alice but really that was the only way for me to like explain like you know how come freddy hasn't been back yet it's just like well she's dead so she was she was like the gatekeeper for that and when she's gone that gate's gone and so he's free yep but I mean, you know, something like that uh, around that area. That that's what I came up with these last few days, and that's how you know I would have ended the franchise, given the chance to. Of course, it didn't. End. I mean, we got new nightmare, which is a more fitting end than yep. anything Freddy's Dead did or that I just came up with. But still, that that's a that's a version of Freddy's Dead I would have preferred to see, or something along that line, something more serious. Mm-hmm. Have characters come back, you're supposed to come back, because like you know. You have like Alice's dad's dead and Dan's parents have passed away. I mean it's been like nearly twenty years, so I mean anything could happen, but that's why Doc is the legal guardian. But um anyway, that's just that's the basics of what I came up with, how it would have changed Freddy's dead. Okay.
0: Yeah, that doesn't sound bad at all. because um, i 'cause I've I've always hated jokey Freddy. Um when it's a good mixture, like three and four are, I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. But once you got to five and six, when it got a little too much, like doing like a comic book thing, I, yeah, I I yeah. did not care for that version of Freddy. Um, in my,
1: in my personal opinion, three was the perfect balance of comedy and horror. Yep. I love four. Four is just fun, <laughs> I love it. I mean, that's why I like it more than the original, not by much, but right. But if like, you want to watch the original? The part four is like, let's pop in part four. Let's enjoy. Let's have some fun. But like, Freddy's dead. I don't get that at all. I just, I just get this whole. They just gave up, <laughs> and this is what they did. <laughs> right. That's what I feel like, and that's why it's my least favorite of the Robert England movies. It is. I mean, every time I marathon i get to freddy's dead i'm just like gosh here we go <laughs> so much potential, so much potential because i mean what do they do in the actual movie they just bring him into the real world again i know people can 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 argue and say you know they did it in part one but it didn't really work because of this but still it's the same idea like yep. you can come up with something else you know and like the whole thing with his daughter and stuff well could be a little interesting but i just it's not needed And. I just don't see Freddy having kids or getting married or doing any of that stuff. I mean, he's a, he's a psychopath in life. I mean, yeah. And I understand, I don't like BTK and all these real life serial killers. I know. I just, I'm talking about just the Freddy character. It just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem to fit with him in my opinion. I don't know. I said, don't hate the movie. I still enjoy it for what it is, but it's, it's the least disappointing one. I mean, it's the most disappointing one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a disappointing movie, that's for sure. But um, yeah, I, I like I, it. <laughs> I, I like what you had though. I mean, I still like it. I I, there, I don't think I there's like, a Freddie movie. I definitely movie like I don't Ted's
2: like. idea better. I like the idea of a, a overly dark Freddie, as long as it's Robert England doing it. Because you know Jackie Earl Haley, he was pretty <laughs> dark. He was really dark, but I didn't enjoy it. But it would make sense that you know freddy's pissed off because he was he was beat yeah he never
1: really been beat yeah Yeah. because you know they you know like at the end of part three when they do the when neil does the bless blessing over the the skeleton i mean that didn't stop him he came back (laughs) for the next one there was no real explanation of how he came back other than he's like i'm not dead you can't bury me It's like, okay, they're just going to gloss over that, just say he's back, which is fine, I guess, you know. But I was like, at the end of five, when I thought about that, I was like, let's have it where she really did beat him. She found a way. They sealed him up, and he's been getting weaker, and he did not like that at all, and he's just like, holy crap. I got to, you know, I got to do something about this. I can't get in that position again. Yep. He faced his own essential, he faced his own mortality at that point, essentially, I mean.
0: Yeah, that'd be a good way to go about it, that's for sure. I like it. I like it a lot. I think it would have been better than what we got, for sure. Because definitely, Freddy's Dead is my least favorite out of the series. Well, Sans, the remake, but we don't count that. So That um, does
1: not exist to me. <laughs> <laughs> I do not acknowledge this movie that you just spoke of. I don't know what you're talking about. We won't talk about it. <laughs> we don't want to open up old
2: wounds. But we have talked about it several times. <laughs> right. Talk about what? I have, I have an idea. I don't know what
1: you're talking exactly. about. Exactly.
0: Anyways, moving on from there. Let's talk about Halloween Resurrection. So with Halloween Resurrection, like, like I was saying in the beginning, I kind of had this idea back when Halloween H2K was kind of the thing and what I would do... And, and whatnot, it's just kind of evolved and different ideas came in of what I would do with this. So number one, it would still be called Halloween Resurrection. Uh, just kind of based off of the idea that I had for it, it still kind of fits with it. So basically the idea I had is that the movie would start out kind of the same way that Resurrection did, where it kind of does a flashback to the end of H2O, What's different, though, is that, you know, obviously the whole thing happens. There's a tussle, and she obviously takes his head. So Michael Myers' head gets chopped off. Well, we find out throughout all of H2O, it actually wasn't Michael Myers. Because this would explain why he doesn't have any scars on his hands, why he's not all burnt up and whatnot. So we come to find out in the beginning that it was actually a member of the Thorn cult that had tracked Laurie down and kind of took up the mantle as Michael Myers because Michael Myers has actually been missing for a number of years. And he just kind of disappeared after the events of Halloween 6. So you have this guy who's kind of a follower take over to try to finish what he started because they find out that Lori's obviously still alive. So everything happens with H2O. It's not really Michael Myers. It's a follower of the cult. And she ends up taking a guy's life that's not her brother. And so that all happens. And that's kind of where that part ends. With this story that I was kind of throwing around for a number of years, Lori wasn't even in this version of Resurrection at all. So after that opening scene with her killing the guy from, you know, the, you know, the Thorn Cult and whatnot, that's just kind of where it ends for her story on it. Cause she doesn't really know that it's not Michael at the time. This all comes out afterwards. That it wasn't Michael and it was this other dude. So that happens. We actually move forward quite a few years into the future. And the events take place still in Haddonfield. Um with Haddonfield though, because obviously they they banned Halloween. You know when when they were talking about in Halloween 6 and they attempted to have this party to bring back Halloween and since that time, because of the murders happened in Halloween 6, they've re-banned Halloween and nobody celebrates Halloween with the exception of a group of people who every year have a big Halloween bash rave kind of thing. I, I don't know. Just a huge ass party to celebrate Halloween. So that happens every year. That's the only time <coughs> the only thing that people do to celebrate Halloween, and it's not really looked upon well by the community, obviously, with things that have happened in the past. So um, I'm kind of all over the place because i got notes all over about this. So the way I would go about this movie is I, want, I would want to make it more of a whodunit story because you don't know if it's actually Michael. Is Michael Myers back now? Is it somebody else taking up the mantle now? Is it an, another member of the Thorn Cult? you know uh causing these murders and how i would do it is for when the murders are actually happening it would all be in the the pov kind of uh setup kind of like think of like black christmas and how you know billy's killings were always kind of in that point of view of him doing it so it'd be kind of the same thing with that when it comes to the killings but any other time, you could always see something in the background, kind of like going back to the original Halloween, where you'd always see him kind of in the background. You'd see like a flash of his mask kind of there, and then all of a sudden not there when somebody passes by. So, so different things like that to kind of mix the two ideas together of the original Halloween, but then also this thing to kind of keep it so you don't see the killer, really. You know that they're there, but you only see it from their point of view as they go to kill people. So that's kind of the aesthetic I would go with this. Now, the kind of story, it, it, it kind of goes back to f- continuing off of Halloween 6, where you have Tommy Doyle and Kara. They've actually gotten together. They actually got married. They adopted Steven. But because of the trauma that happened, Danny's completely fucked up. I mean, witnessing everything that happened when he was a kid, that all kind of fucked him up really, really, really bad. And so he's been kind of institutionalized. They ended up splitting up, getting a divorce and everything, and Kara's basically taken Steven on her own, basically to take care of him, while Tommy's just delusional, paranoid, that Michael's still out there, basically. And so, obviously, shit starts going bad, and you don't know who the killer is, and and this is the part where I kind of got stuck, because I, you almost kind of want to do a twist of who the killer is, but, you know, the obviously, the most obvious twist would be, like, if Danny ended up being the killer, you know, Um, but I'd also thought about what if it was Kara that ended up being the killer, you know, too, because she's all fucked up too now because of everything that happened and her son being institutionalized. I mean, there's, there's like a bunch of different ways you could go with this and you could even go with the fact that Michael does end up coming back. So, I mean, there's a bunch of different ways you could go with this, but that's kind of the idea that I had for this, uh, to where I would want to go with how with Halloween resurrection to make it better. Cause obviously nothing really worked with that movie very good at all i mean the story was <laughs> shit i mean the whole fucking internet tv thing was dumb buster imes even though he was funny was fucking dumb having tyra banks was dumb i mean the whole fucking movie was terrible uh and so that's kind of the basic gist of kind of what i came up with for for what i would do with halloween resurrection
1: so Isaiah, are you telling me that you don't want to be on Danger Fuck no. <laughs> I like I like that. I like the whole Who Done It angle too. Like, is it Michael or is it one of these other characters? That's cool. <clears throat> how how um how would you deal? <coughs> oh, excuse me. How would you deal with um the whole Jamie Lloyd issue with Laurie? Basically, it seems like she abandoned her in Haddonfield.
0: I would keep it that she doesn't even know that she was still alive because oh, okay. really at, like Lori's story kind of abruptly ends after the beginning of that. Um, uh-huh. Cause you could make the case where she would end up being locked up because she ended up killing this guy that wasn't her brother and thinking that her yeah. brother's still out there. I mean, she could literally be institutionalized and not be seen for the rest of the movie. Okay. Or you could even make the case that she goes nuts and she does all the killing back in Haddonfield. I mean, you could literally go basically
2: I think any was way. With one this. of the comic
1: books they came up with where, uh, um, it, it took place in the, uh, I, I, I think it tried to bridge the the gap between the Thorn and the H two O stuff. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it came out before Resurrection, where uh, it turned out it, like Tommy Doyle was back. I think, and it's really hazy in my head, but I think, like, Lori ended up actually being the killer. She was wearing the mask and stuff.
0: I think I vaguely remember that. Yeah. I think.
1: So, that's cool.
2: So, that's I like... Oh, Riz- like, <laughs> <just, laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just like Ted, I like the, uh, the whole whodunit, because when you were going through it, and you were talking about Who Done It and going on the the perspective of the killer, I just kept thinking of how how much fun it was to watch uh friday the 13th for the first time yep and you're trying to figure out who's going around killing all these people and you got ideas like well maybe it's i don't know maybe it's tommy maybe it's maybe it's the the weird dude at the fucking store that they talked to for like 20 frames Yep. who knows (laughs) Agreed. It's
1: the fat truck driver who gave Alice a ride.
2: Enos or whatever his name is.
0: can't
1: think name.
0: Cap Crystal Lake is jinxed.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's great. But yeah, I mean, I've always, and I know I'm probably in the minority with this, but I've always liked the cult angle with it, uh, with the thorn cult and everything. I know it got never too... never problem with the cult. Yeah, I know it got too convoluted and people didn't really know where to go with it, but I think they could have, if they actually would have tried, they could have made it work and they could have told a really good story if they would have just worked with it. Because I think they just basically kind of just gave up and like, oh, we're just going to drop everything and just kind of reboot it versus trying to find a solution that works. And it could work well. I mean, there's ways to do it. I mean, obviously... I was able to do something. I I think I would be more, and maybe I'm just biased because it's an idea I came up with. But I th- I would like to see a movie like this, you know, in the Halloween yeah, franchise.
2: I I like the cult. I always like the cult angle as well because it seemed like it was more of a plausible cause for all of it to begin with. Yep. Other than he's just a kid that went crazy. That doesn't make any sense to me. No. I mean, it it makes a movie sure. And the movie was great, but why did he go crazy and kill his sister? And why did he come back to kill his random babysitter that is it, might be his sister, might not. What? Who knows? Right. <laughs> That's when the
1: voices came, they told him to kill his sister. <laughs> Mrs. Blankenship, I love it. <laughs> Do you know why we celebrate Halloween? So we can get trick or treat and get candy. Hey, kid, why don't you go back to your house and play with your dinosaurs in the dark? (laughs) Get out of here! No, (laughs) I I like that whole aspect. That's good. Um, do y'all remember after Halloween Resurrection came out and pretty much everybody hated it for the most part? Yep. Do do y'all remember the the plans for an actual Halloween night? Do y'all remember that? Because I do. I
0: don't refresh my memory.
1: So the the plan for how I mean at the time it was just called Halloween Nine you know titles always pending but yep. <clears throat> I remember reading online back then one of the outlines was you had a film crew actually making a movie about Michael Myers and then Michael Myers actually shows up and starts killing off the crew and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and I just shook my head I was like oh gosh they just don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> Cause you know, like at resurrection, I'm sitting there and I'm like, why doesn't he go after a uh, uh, John, you know, Roy's right. son? I was like, what? <laughs> I don't, even, I don't even think they mention him in resurrection. Right. Right. Nope. I mean, unless, they don't, does she have, like, Oh, she has a picture. Him?
0: She has a picture of him and that's it.
1: That's it. Not even mentioned it. Was...
2: <laughs> oh man. Well, there's always uh one option that hasn't been explored you know, Michael has never been sent to space. <laughs>
1: that oh would still God. be better than
2: Resurrection. Probably, <laughs> it probably would be. I mean, look at
0: Jason X. It was so much better than Jason, Jason X goes to hell. It was a
1: great movie. Jason X is awesome. That movie's so much fun.
0: I love it. Any other thoughts <laughs> about the the you know the movies we discussed tonight?
1: I think all our ideas are better. <laughs> I I agree. I agree, hundred yeah, percent. Oh, yes, they sound better for from a story point yeah <laughs> just not so much better than the crap we got
0: come on hollywood it's not that hard give us a job maybe please
1: <laughs> and, and, you, know, my, my, you know like we we didn't even like really settle on this episode till what thursday when we thursday did, night <laughs> like thursday night and so i that whole stuff i thought about it for for a little bit and i just that's what i pulled out of my butt and i'm like this is so much and then my idea is basically like a rough draft first draft script type or whatever you want to call it. it is just like if i could come up with that and it could bring like a real closure why couldn't they have done it 30 years ago for freddie's death (laughs) right oh why couldn't they have A better Halloween resurrection, you know, 20 years ago or, or predators 10 years ago. I mean, yeah, what's up with that? I don't, I don't get it. Why do they, it's like they have to put their own spin on something like these people making them. They're like, I have to put my mark on it. So I have to make it completely different from the others. But then that's when people hate it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) If you're not doing something original and you're using something that's already existing, don't go against the grain, go with what fucking
2: works. (laughs) With Predators, they took it to uh, Arnold, and Arnold was like, excited. He's like, hell yeah, let's do another Predator, and let's take it back to the jungle. And they're like, well, we're taking it back to the jungle, and here's the script. And he's like, no, thank you. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Because, I, I mean, mean, if they, they would have done uh, something similar to what I said, Arnold probably would have been in that movie. Very yeah.
1: possible. Very and that's possible. coming from the man
2: who played mr
1: freeze and batman and robin <laughs> Yeah, hey, that's you true your
2: mouth i love that character <laughs> i like the character of mr freeze but not in batman and robin <laughs> i liked that mr freeze i loved it it was fucking hilarious What's the dinosaurs the ice age <laughs> the batman chill <laughs> i loved it <laughs> he's sitting there in his fucking uh his uh slippers um, and pajamas <laughs>
1: yes men cometh sing, sing sing sing
2: oh my god that's,
1: that's Good they're probably wishing that they could work for like the joker or somebody at this point right hey that that
2: Just mr freeze was better than that poison ivy i would agree
1: oh that poison ivy was terrible too the whole movie the all right, so this is how I would change Batman and Robin, everyone.
0: <laughs> that could be a whole episode on its own. I think it's a good place to end it there. But we would love to know what you guys think. Do you guys agree with what we said regarding these sequels? Do you like those sequels? Are, are there any other sequels that you would change, and how would you change it? You know, you can feel free to let us know. You can always reach out to us on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at CLS Podcast. We appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. And Ted, do you have any final words of wisdom for us as we leave?
1: Yes, I do. I've learned a valuable valuable, uh, life lesson this week. Don't put Twinkies on pizza.
0: That sounds disgusting, (laughs) dude. (laughs)
1: That sounds awful. (laughs) Hey, you have to experiment sometimes, okay? I have so many
2: questions. Do you cook the pizza and then put the Twinkie on, or do you put the pink Twinkie on and then cook it?
1: I tried both. Yes. <laughs> and both. Gross. Both times didn't end well for me. So.
2: Ugh, I don't like Twinkies. So. <laughs> Nasty.
0: Well, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag #CLS podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers.